Good morning, Calvary Church. It is good to be here this morning because it is no longer Friday, it is Sunday. Yes, it is Sunday morning and we are here to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And this morning we are going to continue with the traditional Easter greeting where I say he is risen and you respond, he is risen indeed. So let's kick this off. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen. And because he is risen, we are here and able to celebrate this morning. And one of the ways we are going to do that is through baptism. Because in each of these people's lives, it is no longer Friday. It is Sunday. And they have life and life eternal through Jesus Christ. So that is right. This is a celebration. So if you want to clap, if you want to hoot, whatever you want to do, it is good. This is Ellie Roskamp, and she is going to share testimony. Hello. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Ellie Roskamp, and I love Jesus. When I was around the age of six, I asked Jesus to come into my heart, and I believed at that moment that I was saved. But from that moment on, I went, I went on living the way I wanted to live, but I still called myself Christian. I went to Sunday school. I attended church every Sunday. I was involved in festival lights, and I said I loved Jesus, but did I really? I slowly started to stay at home instead of going to United, and I told myself that it wasn't that big of a deal. I saw my life changing in a way I never thought it would. I was counting down the minutes in church, and I wanted to spend my time doing other things. I sunk into depression because I wasn't holding on to Jesus anymore. I was holding on to the world. I wondered what it would be like to leave this world and never come back. However, Jesus shielded me from those thoughts. When school started up again this year, I felt nervous, lonely, afraid, and weak. I focused on all the challenges that laid ahead this year and how it was going to be a lot of work. On top of that, my voice started to change. When I would start to sing, I felt pain in my vocal cords. After going to the doctors again and again, I concluded that only God could heal me. One of the doctors suggested that I shouldn't talk for a week, and let me tell you, it was the longest week of my life. <laughs> However, during that time of silence, I found myself hearing God telling me something, that my voice was becoming an idol in my life. I would want, to tell, I would want people to tell me how good I was and that I sounded really good. However, if I didn't receive these compliments, I would feel depressed, and I would wonder why I didn't receive praise for what I did. I became ignorant and self-centered. As my throat started, started to hurt more and more, my doubt increased. I wondered if Jesus would ever heal me. Even though I was filled with this doubt, Jesus put his plan into action. My sister started to push me to join the United Band, even though my voice was getting worse. I ignored it for a while, but then Jesus put the application in my hand. The moment arrived, and I was singing to try out for the band. When I opened my mouth, a voice came out that I have never heard before. I was shocked and filled with God's presence in that moment. Once I started to sing regu regularly for the band, I had to trust God every time that he would help me sing, 
and every time he shows up. I'm truly amazed that he cares about me in that way. He has also used me in a way at school, telling me to talk to certain people and to focus more on other people's needs and, the, and not on my own. I can't believe, I can't begin to tell you all of the stories I've heard and how many opportunities I've had to talk about him. I'm truly blessed and changed for the better. I now find myself acting more like Jesus and less like the person I once was. One verse that I love that is simple but holds so much truth is John 3.30. He must increase and I must decrease. Thank you. Ellie, have you placed your trust and faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Matt Delano, and Matt is going to share. When I married my high school sweetheart, I thought I had it made. We were both Catholic. We didn't have to worry about conflicting religious views. We are set to take on the rest of our lives. We put in our, church on, our time in that church on Sundays and did all the things that we were supposed to do. Sixteen years ago, we had our first child, and life was going along as we had planned. We enjoyed our little girl so much, we decided to try for another child. When our daughter Madison was about eight months old, my wife Lisa got pregnant. During this time, I thought it would be a great time to have a house built. It wasn't a good idea at all. Not when your wife is pregnant and she loves her house and her neighbors, but in my mind, it seemed like a perfect time. Rates were falling, we'd have more room, so I, not we, decided to go ahead with the plan. At the ultrasound for our second child, it was determined that we were going to have another girl. And 18 months after Maddie was born, out came Charlie. <laughs> oh boy, what a surprise. So our plan life took a blow. Two months after Charlie was born, I uprooted my family and moved into a house that was the second in development. With no sidewalks, no yard, no neighbors. And my postpartum stay-at-home wife was miserable. We were both stressed and our marriage was really struggling. My wife was fierce with me and we did whatever we could do to avoid each other. It was just a matter of time before the marriage would have failed. While we're going through this, my cousin and her husband asked us to do a Bible study. Um, and my first response was, no way. Although I said no, I could see how they acted and treated each other and how well they got along and enjoyed spending time together. This made me realize that something was missing in my life and in my marriage. It taught me that we could actually communicate. I'm sorry, this made me realize something in my marriage. So we decided to go to the first lesson, and it was on blueprints for building a strong marriage. It taught me that we could actually communicate with each other in a peaceful way, and most importantly, that we could turn to God and his word for guidance. At that time, other than praying formal prayers, I never prayed with my wife. And that night, after our first study, I prayed with her and asked Jesus to forgive me for how I acted and stepped into my heart and in my life and saved my marriage. It was as if the weight of all the troubles we were going through was lifted. 
We knew that we had a lot of we had issues to work on, but we felt there was hope because our attitude towards each other was so much better. God's plan is truly amazing. Since that time, 14 years ago, we found a church home here at Calvary. The Lord put a, put a loving, godly couple in our lives to mentor us. We're part of a community group sharing life together, and we've also been blessed with two more children, Joey and Billy, and we will celebrate 20 years of marriage this fall. I have sat and watched many baptisms, and I tried my best to ignore the Holy Spirit prompting me to get baptized. <laughs> Even after watching family members do it and hearing sermons on the importance of it, I still couldn't do it. Back in September, when Pastor Tom preached on stepping out of the boat, it rattled me a bit, and I questioned myself, what's holding me back from growing closer to God? Baptism came to mind, but I didn't act on it. When Pastor Jim preached in February a sermon on whom shall I fear, I questioned myself again. Am I afraid of what man thinks of me or what God thinks? And again, baptism came to mind. When I saw the announcement in the bulletin for Easter baptism, I did my best to ignore the prompting, but this time he won. <laughs> I would like to share a few verses from Psalm 34, verses 6 through 9. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. I stand before you today not because I want to, but because God wants me to tell you all that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Matt, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in death, raised to new life in him. messed up. This is Liz Crum and she's going to share a testimony. I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior in December of 1998. I was talking with my sister-in-law. I was explaining how the Lord had saved her and what he was doing in her life. It was then that I knew I was a sinner and just being a nice person was not the answer. My brother and sister-in-law read several verses of the Bible which had a terrific impact on me. I then asked Jesus into my heart. He his meaning in my life today is everything. He provides me with hope and security in a world full of sin. My faith in Jesus has influenced every area of my life, including being a wife and mother. I pray earnestly for his guidance in these roles and in everything I do. I feel it is my greatest calling in life to teach my children of Christ's love and be a godly example to them. Liz, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. 
Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Liz's son, Camden, and he is going to share a testimony, a verse. John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Great job. Good man. Camden, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Haley Stedman, and she'd like to share. I asked Jesus into my heart March 15, 2015. Knowing Jesus has made my life amazing. He is so awesome. I want to be baptized because I want everybody to know I'm a Christian, and I want to be like Jesus. My favorite Bible verse is John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Haley, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Lizzie Hobecky, and she is going to be sharing her testimony. Hi. My name is Lizzie. When I was eight years old, I accepted Christ as my Savior. In the years since, I have learned it can be really hard to be a Christian. Even though Christ won my salvation on the cross, sometimes it seems hard to remember and keep that victory he earned for me close. God's word tells us that the enemy is prowling like a lion, but I believe God's word can make that lion tremble. I want to share a passage of victory and trembling, depending on whose child you are. I'm with Jesus, so I love it. Revelations 19:11 through 16 says, I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He is a name written on him that no one knows but himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. 
The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sword which, with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he is this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I am here today to say that Jesus is my King of Kings and my Lord of Lords. Lizzie, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Charlie Hobecky, and he'd like to share as well. Morning. My name is Charlie. I accepted Christ as my Savior, and I was saved when I was four. We lived in our first house, and I had bad dreams. One night, the bad dreams woke me up, and I came downstairs. My dad was there, and he told me about Jesus and how he died to save me from my sins. I believed in Jesus as my Savior that night. I have been learning more about God in the 11 years since, and I have learned that there is no other way to heaven but through Christ. Jesus is the only one who could win in the war against Satan, and he won that victory on the cross. I have also learned that one of the best things I can do is pray. James 5.16 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Charlie, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and him alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan? this world, and your own evil desires, and commit to follow Jesus Christ? Yes. My brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Grace Hobecky, and she'd like to share. I was saved when I was four years old. My mom and my dad sat with me and explained to me about Jesus. I asked him into my heart as my savior. I know that I am saved because I know that if I die and God asks me why he should let me into heaven, I will tell him that I believed that Jesus died on the cross for me, rose again, and saved me. My belief in Jesus as my one and only Savior is why God will accept me. Jesus loves me and died for me. The Bible tells me so. Grace, have you placed your tr faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, 
raised to new life in him. This is Darva Birkenbass. In February 2012, I donated a kidney to my husband. The transplant surgery went well, and we were looking forward to summer when he was finally going to be able to enjoy life again. Seven weeks after surgery, he died of a heart attack. At the time, I was a believer, but did not have a relationship with God. My perception of God was that he was to be feared, that he could get angry, and that he would punish sin. I believed he had taken my husband because of sin I must have committed and that he was punishing me. I felt condemned when I tried to read the Bible and could not even find words to pray. I didn't think he would listen to me anyway. I tried going back to the church we were attending at the time, but it didn't help with my doubts and questions and left me empty. So after a few times, I quit going. I started to doubt even my salvation. I struggled with why I was even here. I didn't want to live with the pain, but I was afraid to die because I was sure God would send me to hell. It was the darkest time of my life. In August of that year, I felt the need to come back here to Calvary where we had attended before we moved out of the area. That day changed everything for me. I felt encouraged instead of condemned. God brought people into my life, teachers, pastors, and friends that came alongside me and encouraged me and showed God's love. It was the beginning of a journey that would restore my faith and bring me back to God. Even though I felt I was growing here, I was still dealing with a heart that felt like stone. Something seemed to be blocking my heart from knowing God the way others knew him. In January of this year, I was privileged to be able to go on the Israel trip. I asked God to please soften my heart when we were there. I don't know if it was being where Jesus had been, being with an incredible group of people that so obviously loved God, or hearing God speak through Jim's teachings, but God showed up in a big way for me. I came home from Israel with a changed and softened heart and knowing beyond a doubt how much he loves me. Looking back over the last three years, I am humbled and amazed by what God has done in my life. I could not see it at the time, but he's been walking with me every step of the way, even the many times I doubted if he was even there. I am so grateful he did not leave me where I was and that he brought me back to Calvary. So I'm here this morning to be baptized in obedience and gratitude to God. After all he has done and continues to do in my life, my desire is to honor and obey him and give him first place in my life. There are three verses in Romans 8 that I hold on to. Verse 1, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And verses 38 and 39, For I am convinced that neither death nor life Neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separ separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Darva, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised in his life in him.
This is Morgan Austin, and she's going to share. Hi, my name is Morgan Austin. I am 10 years old. I accepted Jesus in my heart with my dad when I was six years old. I want to be baptized because I love God, and I want to obey him and show that I am very thankful for what he did for you and me. That was very brave of him to die on the cross for our sins. So I want to show how very thankful I am that he did that for us. I want to share a verse, John 3:16. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Morgan, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is our privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Morgan's dad, Nate, and he is going to share. I was born into a Christian family, and I was raised to follow and obey God. Every member of my immediate family were Christians, so I had the best possible upbringing anyone could ever ask for. When I was five years old, I accepted the Lord into my heart as my own personal Savior. I have made my fair share of bad decisions over the years, and like Pastor Jim talked about just a few weeks ago, there are consequences to your actions. You can't just live your life willingly making bad decisions without care and expect God to come in and clean up your mess. But I strive to follow him in everything I do because it's when you do things your way instead of his way. That's when you open the door for trouble. And I'd like to share a verse that I'm constantly reminded of. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Nate, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? I do. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is our privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Alex Wood, and he'd like to share a testimony. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Alex Wood, and I'm 13 years old. I was born in Bowling Green, Kentucky. At the age of 16 months, I was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. The symptoms were mild, but unfortunately I couldn't talk until I was three, apparently because I couldn't find my words. I still struggle with that a little today. My parents moved us to Jensen 10 years ago this month so that I could be in a great school system that could help me. And I'm quite glad they did. Before I became a Christian, I was what you would call the problem kid. I was doing all these bad things that got me in trouble at preschool and then even kindergarten. I didn't care what others felt, only what I wanted. Fortunately though, God was working on my heart. The first reason I became a believer is because I heard about all the great things um, in heaven along with the terror of hell and Satan. One morning when I told dad about it, he prayed with me that Jesus would be in my heart. That was the day I asked him, not dad, God, to be my Lord and Savior. 
My life wasn't automatically different, but it has changed gradually. I began listening to Christian music when I was in like fifth grade. And with all the recent sermons I've been listening to at Calvary, I have a different view of theories like evolution and the Big Bang Theory. By faith, I can see that my creator is greater than any theory man can think up. So yeah, my life's different now that I'm a follower. I want to be baptized today because I know that God wants me to, and I want to publicly announce that I am a follower of Jesus. Not to mention, it's the first big step of obedience in the one who made me. Alex, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Mm -hmm. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Of course. Mm -hmm. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is our privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. Praise God, This is Tom Choi, and Tom is going to share. Hello, my name is Tom Choi. I was, I was born in South Korea, and I remember a time when I was in fifth grade that I went to church with my friends. It was my first time going to church, and I heard a sermon from the pastor. The pastor said, you guys are all sinners, and you need a savior. The savior is Jesus. But I didn't agree. I thought, I don't kill people or steal anything. Why am I a sinner? I found that message very shocking. That day I went home and yelled to my mom, I will not go to church never ever. Fortunately, my mom didn't listen, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go to church every week. This, <laughs> this didn't make me very happy. But one day as I went to my mom's room quietly, I saw that she was praying for me. This touched me deeply, so I decided I would try to believe in Jesus. After that, I began participating in a lot of church services, and my faith began to grow. My mom is a great example to me, and she has helped me to understand that I am a sinner and that I do really need a savior. Last August, I came to America as part of the exchange student program in Jenison. I started attending Calvary Church with my host family, Soon after, I was introduced to Pastor Nam and his wife. They told me many stories about their faith journey and helped me a lot, of, a lot in understanding what it means to be a Christian. I really want to follow Jesus, so that is why I wish to be baptized today. My life, my life has changed in many ways since asking Jesus Christ to be my Savior. As I've seen other people who follow him have joy and peace, it has encouraged me to do the same. Tom, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is our privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in his death, 
raised new life in him. This is Christine Zakis, and she's going to share. <laughs> and she's going to wave. <laughs> First of all, I'd like to thank everybody who came out to support me in this decision. Oh. I was baptized in the Catholic Church when I was an infant. I accepted Jesus as my Savior when I was 10 years old. I gradually walked more and more away from the church and God, searching for good Christian fellowship until I found Calvary four years ago. I became a member in August 2014. After I gave my heart, soul, and life to Christ, I believe as Galatians 2.20 says, I myself no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the real life I, have, I now have within this body as a result of my trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Therefore, I'm making the decision, this decision as an adult to be baptized. I vow to use my talents and gifts to the glory to God with the promise that God gave us in Exodus 14:14. 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you, and you won't need to lift a finger. It's not that bad. <laughs> okay. Christine, yes. have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is our privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. There you go. I This is Jolie Ledford, and she is going to share a testimony. Hi, I'm Jolie Ledford. God has been working in my life since before I was born. At 17 weeks, my mom was told she was going to miscarry me. The doctor said that if by some miracle I would survive, that I would be born prematurely and with a lot of problems. God had other plans. I was born full-term and perfectly healthy. At the age of three, I gave my life to Jesus. I have always felt his presence, and I believe he has a big plan for my life. My parents can testify to the fact that I have no problem telling anyone about Jesus. For example, for example, two years ago I was at McDonald's play, Playland with two boys and their dad. I asked the dad if he went to church. He said no, but that would, it was okay because he wore a cross around his neck. I simply told him not to worship false idols. After that, after that his two boys wouldn't stop asking questions about Jesus. I'm not exactly sure where my life is going from here or what God is doing with the gift of acting he has given me. But as long as I keep my eyes focused on Jesus, I'll be just fine. I want to get baptized because I want to publicly proclaim that I'm not ashamed of the name Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Jolie, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Michael DeYoung, and Michael's going to share as well. Hi, my name is Michael DeYoung. Um, I want to share my testimony. Um, let me start off saying I became a Christian when I was only seven years old. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and everyone else. Knowing Jesus helps me be the kind and helpful kid I am today. My favorite Bible verse is John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Michael, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus and him alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. Those are your people. <laughs> Those are my peeps. Yes. This is Lynn Bass, and she's going to share. Good morning. I am here to rededicate my life to Christ. I grew up under the shadow of the legalism my parents were raised with, endured physical, emotional, and verbal abuse. My mother told me I was the result of my father having raped her. So I tried everything a, could th a kid could think of to try and earn her love, but nothing seemed to work. My parents divorced, and it got worse. Try harder. There has to be something I can do to bring a smile to her face. Got married, put everything into being what I thought the perfect wife should be. Work during the day, home to get dinner started, get the ironing done. Oh no, there's five inches of snow on the driveway. Better get out and clear it before he gets home. He's had a rough day at the office. Now it's time to get ready for bed. No, I've got at least a couple hours of chores to do yet. When God blessed us with two amazing daughters, I hovered, enabled, requested certain teachers, all kinds of things I decided needed tending to. Then God brought a wonderful woman into my life, and after hearing about all the things I had accomplished one particular day, she asked, who are you trying to please? I said, what? She said, who are you trying to please, God or man? Excuse me? She told me I was the daughter of the king. I need to talk, act, react in ways to bring honor and glory to him, not everybody else. God loves you that's it. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to try to be all and do all for everyone else. Romans 13.9 says, love your neighbor as yourself, not better than yourself. I still love to help anyone I can, whenever I can, 
but it's no longer motivated by the need to be accepted and loved. The creator of the universe calls me his own. And in spite of my taking so long to figure it out, he's chosen to bless me with a godly husband, two amazing daughters, and great son-in-laws who all love the Lord. I'm here to tell you from experience, whatever painful, disappointing situation you find yourself in, whatever need you have, give it to God. He's got it. <laughs> there are still times I catch myself zipping around trying to lighten everyone else's load then that still small voice will get louder and if it hasn't sunk in inevitably I'll be in church and one of Jim's sermons will kick me in the pants I've got it so thank you and thank you God for not giving up on me Lynn, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ yes. for the forgiveness? <laughs> Remember, he's got it. <laughs> have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Absolutely. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised in life in him. This is James Harold, and he was going to share. I was baptized as a baby because of family history. I now know this was not my decision and that I have accepted Christ. I want to put on the full body of Christ. Also, I have Asperger's, which makes it hard for me to make friends and not able to understand the ways of people. I think this is why my faith is so great. All of my fears I deal with on a daily basis that most kids take in stride really affects me differently. I know without my faith in God, I would not be able to handle the trials that come with my disability. One of my favorite verses is Mark 12:30. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. James. Have you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, because of your testimony of faith, my brother, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Jesus in his death, raised to new life in him. This is Anthony Rodenberg, and he is going to share a testimony. While I was mowing the lawn, when I was about 15, I stopped and asked my mom to tell me how to be Christian. 
Then I prayed to ask Jesus to come into my heart. John 1.12, he gave power to become sons of God, those who believe in him on his name. Anthony, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my brother, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised for your life in him. This is Kelsey Howard, and she's going to share her testimony. Good morning, Calvary Church. I'm going to be honest, standing up here in front of you all is very nerve-wracking for me, but I know that this is planned for my journey of faith and that God wants me to express my love and gratitude for Jesus Christ, for it may lead someone here to Christ. My name is Kelsey Howard. I'm in the eighth grade, and I'm 14 years old. I have a loving family and home, and I'm proud to say that Jesus is my Savior and Lord. Last year, I was depressed for a while about life and about things that weren't going the way I had planned. I lost hope in God and didn't think that he loved me anymore. At the beginning of eighth grade, God showed me he was still there. I had many people in my life show me God's great love and to help me understand that God was still there. Today, I can say I'm no longer, for, no longer depressed, for God has helped me every step of the way. I may not be here today if it wasn't for God's forgiveness, love, and mercy. I have had many great life experiences that God has given me. For example, I have written a book about teenage problems that my friends, family, or I have faced and how God can help you out with them. I have had spiritual meetings with my atheist teacher, and I've talked to him many times about coming to the Lord. At school, among my friends, I'm also known as the girl that cares a lot about her faith. I spread God's word wherever I can, and I look forward to meeting the one who died and saved my life. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Kelsey, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus alone? Yes. Now, my sister, because of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Jesus in his death, raised from your life in him. <laughs> and I tell you, it is no longer Friday, it is Sunday. And Jesus is alive. He is risen from the dead, and that is why each one of these people can testify to his mercy and his grace in their life. Let's pray together. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you that you cared so much for each one of us that you sent your son Jesus Christ to live, to die, and then to rise again from the dead. 
Lord, it is your resurrection power that brought him back to life. It is your resurrection power that brought each one of these people from darkness into life. Lord, it is your resurrection power that is in this place this morning. And I pray that each one of us this morning would experience that power in our lives and in our worship. Because we are here to proclaim that you are alive. It is in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen.